It is indeed getting a little loosey-goosey up in here. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus Saturday. Margarita Saturday. Oh yeah, I guess that's what it really and is. And we have Corona beers too. We could make those margaritas that had the Corona pouring into them. Can I say, it was? I was a very surprised when you picked up the Coronas at... Well, it's not like there were a lot of choices. Okay, well, okay. No, it's fine. I mean, I, there's, there's, there's no link between the two but wait what so tell me why you were surprised because you know coronavirus i thought you wouldn't you would not like the association while you're drinking oh god no i don't care about that is that the first time i've said that like three times to you is that the first time you're getting that i meant because coronavirus corona beer well i didn't know what you meant i thought you were just like what you like corona Mm-mm. No, not at what all. Do you like some kind of basic biatch? I wasn't. I wasn't talking about you being a basic biatch. I was just thinking about you know, funny choice. You know, because we were because we were so like doing the coronavirus thing. We had mm-hmm. met, we, we went to the pick up our lobsters because that's how we do an emergency. We got is. three lobsters for yeah. eleven dollars a piece, all steamed, all cooked. Yeah, you gotta do that. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's yeah. that's just some Massachusetts that's shit a, you gotta that's do. That's a hot steaming deal, no mm-hmm. pun intended. But it was also uh, a packy a package right. store. But not like a well stocked packy. No, it wasn't a well stocked so packy. Like we had like fine alcohol choices no but yeah so but there was choices you know like i got my sure there were shitty alcohol choices yeah i Mm -hmm. yeah they had Mm -hmm. the they had the keystone ices i wanted yeah nat natty ice ice, excuse me yeah keystone ice would be yeah i'm sure that exists but i've never had it because so you so when i was in college we drank a lot of natty light yeah me too but you are lately are really into natty ice which is what for like a more refined a child palette. I'm trying to. I, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I want something that's very cheap, but I also want something that's alcoholic enough to like slightly keep up with everybody else that's drinking IPAs, uh-huh. which are like eight percent alcohol, right? On average, yeah. You know, so. Ugh, we don't have enough IPAs. That's our problem. Mm, maybe I don't know. It's fine. You can have all the IPAs you want. Well, we just don't have any in the house. No, we have session right. That's yeah. that's the thing. Is if they're there, that's what I'm gonna drink. Mm-hmm. Welcome to my girlfriend begr- begrudgingly reads Uh-oh, Dune. Oh, you're two margaritas in. Uh, yeah, well, one and a half. All right. Uh, and you're the girlfriend. I'm the girlfriend. My name is Caitlin, and, and I'm, I'm very begrudging. Yeah, and I'm Sean. I'm the boyfriend. I guess. I'm the I'm the POV of the title of the show. Yeah, you're the POV. Yeah. Uh, and so we read another, I think we're three ch- chapters in at this point now? No, we're four. Four? Is this four for Four you? chapters. Well, because we have three episodes already mm-hmm. after pre-Dune. Right. So, so this was a, this was, um, this, this chapter was a bit of a bro-down. Uh, oh my god, it was such a bro-down. Because... I mean, like, a different kind of bro-down than the last one that was a bro-down. Yeah, that's true. What the last that? one that was a bro down. That was, was a Harkonnen bro down. This is an Atreides. This is an yeah. all Atreides bro down. And and the last one that was a bro down was more of like an action movie bro down. And this was more. Oh yeah, like people a, were like, 
pincing their finger what do they call it when you when you steeple your fingers and being like oh my master plan is i didn't know there was a word for that i think it's called steepling it's what you know mr burns does right when he's like excellent yes this is what his hands are doing familiar yeah Mm -hmm. this is what they that's what all the doctor evil pets his hairless cat that kind of thing well, does he put it? What, does he pet the cat like in steepling his fingers? No, I'm does just he, like, saying giving the it's cat the a mohawk? same kind of vibe, same kind of mood. You know? Oh yeah, it's definitely like a um, uh, a scheming mood. They yeah, were scheming. It was exactly. all scheming. Yeah, those plans within plans. And this one was more like a, an "I love you, bro" kind of. Yes, this bro was down. this was an "I love you, bro" down. It was it was Paul in the training room, mm-hmm. which has already been a bit dismantled because Paul Rudd. They're moving out. Star of "I love." You. You, bro are you gonna imagine him as paul rudd because I, I Ooh, that would help i have some casting choice some casting questions for you t- about this t- okay. today because who we meet who do we meet who we meet we meet thufer hawat the um, atreides mentor and uh, mentat and master of assassins mm-hmm. and he's an old dude he's served three um atreides dukes so dumbledore. three generations he's a bit of a dumbledore if yeah. dumbledore was also like would poison you a lot right i mean yeah not like as cool as dumbledore but like same guy or uh well, that's who you would cast yeah I or or um what's that guy i can never well, remember on, the british the old british guy well which one ian mckellen uh no um the I other can't one i remember his name okay all right keep going okay so then so and he comes in and he's like take this seriously paul there's a lot of danger there's the guy of... from the cider house rules. Yeah, sure. Um, it's Ian McKinley. What? No. All right, Scott I'm gonna look Ma- it up. Emma Scott McFluffin. Yeah, it's definitely Doc McFluffins. Doc McFluffins. Yeah. Is there? And then so they talk, and then um, and then Gurney comes in. Gurney Hawk. Did you know? Is oh the book God. not here? And that guy. No, the book's not here. So we're okay. very ill prepared. All right, for we're flying by the seat podcast. of our pants. That's okay. Um. What yeah. about what about Gurney Hayek or Halleck? Um, oh, he's kind of like a, a John C. Riley type. Or, uh-huh. Oh, Michael Caine is the... I Michael Caine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He Wrong. could be yeah. the assassin dude. Sure, okay. And uh, yeah. And the, you're thinking of John C. Riley for Gurney Halleck. Just now, kind of like a goofy oafish type. Yeah, but all... But so... And then his thing is also that he's good. He's also a fighter, but he plays the Balasset, which is this kind of thing. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I'm doing... I'm doing twiddly fingers with yeah. my... Yeah. I'm playing a twiddly-fingered, like, uh, guitar-type thing. Totally. And, okay, that's great, because I always imagined him as, yeah, a very schlubby kind of, like, they say how ugly yeah, he is. Yeah, real schlubby. But one of those schlubby guys that it's that still has, like, a lot of confidence. Like a Hagrid, you know? Yeah, I sure. mean, I guess but I'm a just ladies going... Man. Hagrid's I'm not really, a ladies' I've man. I've got... Oh, he is a ladies' man. Hagrid's not a ladies' man. No, no, this guy I didn't realize this guy was a ladies' man. Okay, so that's that's cool, because that's... John C. Riley is very close to how I imagined him. And then Paul is Daniel Radcliffe. So I think, basically, wow. this book is Harry Potter. I love that you are not hung up on the casting choices from the movie. I have no ideas about the movie except for I know Kyle MacLachlan's in it. Well, I go back and, and forth because Kyle MacLachlan in my head is um, Paul. Like he just oh, is. He's Paul. Okay. Yeah, he's Paul for me, right? Uh-huh. But um, you know, he's going to be portrayed by a, a real slender, uh, slendery, tendery guy in the new movie that's coming out. A slender tender. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Gurney 
you say John C. Riley, and I like that. That's closer in my head. But Gurney is my own creation in my head. But in mm-hmm. the movie, he's played by none other than Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, wait, from uh, Star Trek? Yeah, Captain Picard. Oh, that's weird. And, yeah, it's not, it's like, I love the guy. I just don't see him cast that way, you know? So my brain, like, rebelled against him being Gurney Halleck. My interpretation of this chapter was basically, like, you know, because the chapters always start with these little quotes from the Princess of Irania or whatever. Uh-huh. and uh, Princess Irulan or Irulan. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh... This time the quote was like, oh, everybody thinks he didn't have any friends, but he had all these, like, adults that he, Mm -hmm. you know, that taught him. Yeah, he didn't have any friends his age. Paul, this is. Yeah. Um, So my impression of this chapter was it was just, like, majorly expository about his relationship with these two dudes. We were meeting meeting some very important characters to Paul. Um, He also did some, you know... They also introduced the concept of the sh- the personal shield, the force oh, shield, yeah. and that comes that. Comes, I didn't really get that. Um, so the idea of the shield oh, is it's like a, now I have to know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's no, a belt okay. you wear. Uh-huh. I, I know it's tough. I, this is just give me a second. It'll be over. Right. It'll be over okay. before you know. All right, okay? I'm gonna think about cupcakes. <laughs> I don't even like cupcakes. I'm gonna think about that Cadbury mini egg blonde. Right. So the made. personal shield is very much like a little cupcake you wear on your belt, mm-hmm. and you press it, and it creates a force field mm. around you. Okay. I so, love the idea of this being a cupcake. So this little force field cupcake, the special thing that it does is that it, it if like you were to shoot a bullet at somebody wearing these wearing force a fields, cupcake, yeah, uh-huh. force field. A cupcake force field. Yes. Yeah. A cupcake shaped force field. It wouldn't be able to get through because it's going too fast. Oh, yeah. And the frosting's so dense. Yes. It's like a really well made cupcake. All right. I feel like the cupcake metaphor was not a good. It's like one of those fancy. You know, are cupcakes a thing anymore? Okay. What? But like. You're you're being willfully. uh, You're trying to distract me by talking about cakes. Wait, you don't even like. Yeah. I thought I just was trying to engage on my own. I just was off on this thing. Of I, I just like, have like one. I have two right, more sentences right, to say so, about right, what go it ahead, does. Say so your two more sentences. Okay. Fast stuff doesn't get through the force field, but slow stuff does. Mm-hmm. So a bullet doesn't get through the force field. So that's why nobody's carrying guns around because mm-hmm. everybody's wearing these force fields, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm, on their belts. Mm-hmm. But what they what will come in is a knife if you go slow enough. So people, mm. so the way people fight is they wear these in Dune is they wear these force fields on their belts, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to call a cupcake anymore because it just distracts you. And then they they fight with knives and swords and stuff. But so at the end they of- have to go slow, like they they go fa- they go fast. To come in to attack you, but then they have to go slow to get in through your force field and like poke a poke a poke you. And that's how at the end of the chapter, Paul was like, oh, look, I'm going to cut your neck. And the guy was like, well, joke's on you. I'm about to chop your dick off. Yes, that's right. They did a they did a neck dick uh, exchange. Yeah. And that was whenever Gurney attacked him for not taking the fighting lesson seriously. Right. Enough. And ugh, I mean, the toxic masculinity here, it's just like, this kid's like, listen, I just want to look at a map with my back to the door. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the mood for fighting right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. these guys are just like, hey, man, bro up. Come on. Like, do, be a dude. Do fighting. Make your, t- be vigilant. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, just, I'm just, you know, and I guess like he gets into it mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, we've all been there. We're not really in the mood, and then we get into it. But moods are for lovemaking and cattle, uh, not for fighting. You can't Yeah, what's the thing with cattle? I was like, well, moos. Moos are for cattle. (laughs) Maybe maybe he was doing a joke where it's moos are for cattle. Yeah, so Shakespearean. Moos are for cattle and lovemaking. I feel like sometimes the Yeah, Shakespeare was always making those uh, barnyard puns. No, I mean, not barnyard puns, but I do feel like sometimes the text or the, like, dialogue is kind of Shakespearean. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, there's, like, these weird jokes that you don't quite get. Yeah, yeah. You have to, like, know the language. Well, we got 10,000, they got 10,000 years of extra perspective on us, you know. Wait, who? Oh, they, right. Because they're, they're living in the future. Yeah. I keep forgetting this is the future. Why are you forgetting this is the future? I don't know. I don't really know how sci-fi works well, that I, well. They they mentioned in, either in the last chapter or maybe even in this chapter, like how little technology and innovation is allowed in the society, which is like, it's not much. You're not allowed to like make new shit very often. Yeah, you can't make, like, a donut force field. Which brings me back to my question of what has replaced cupcakes? Do you think it's donuts? Um, I think it's... it's. They have treats. They talk about the the, the, the treats they no, eat. No, no, not in Dune. Oh, in Dune? No, not in not Dune. Not in Dune. In, in life right now. Because remember, what's... cupcakes were all the rage. Uh, I don't know, baby. I'm... Because it was those... It's those stupid... It's... I mean, it's those milk bar cakes. With no frosting on oh, that side. Yeah. Which, I don't know, you told me that sh- this person was like, oh, why frost the side of a cake? Frost the side of a cake so there's more frosting to I eat. totally disagree with that. I say less frosting all the way. Yeah, but you don't even like I cakes. I say You're... use the frosting sparingly. But frosting is the main reason that I don't like cake. I think if you can be really elegant and uh, conservative with frosting, then... You know, you can. I'll I'll fuck with your cake. You're this when you talk about cake. It's like it's it's someone who doesn't like cake talking about cake. Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't like. You know what I like about cats? I don't. Or it's this like someone who doesn't like cats is gonna be like, I don't like how furry and soft they are. I think they need less fur. Mm. Give me one of those hairless cats because that's mm. what I. Mm-hmm. That's I I because I just want less. So cat. You just I'm want less cake. the Doctor Evil of cakes. You just want less cake. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to change my Instagram handle to Dr. Evil of Cakes. You're trying to shrink cakes, give them less ingredients, make them shittier so that people, so that they'll go away. So pe- other people won't no, like them. No, that's not true. You have an evil agenda against cakes. I don't, I just, there's a certain kind of cake I like. I like like a tea cake, you know, a real simple, mm-hmm. chill cake that's not trying to like be such a thing, you know? It's just like, God, cake, like chill out. Like you don't have to like be so showy about it you know Mm, i don't know i don't relate to any of this um well you're a dog cake yeah no no you're a cat i'm in the middle you're a cat i'm true neutral wait you're a cat cake i'm true neutral on your you're not a cat cake i'm telling you i'm not either one i'm a true neutral when it comes to your cat cat dog cake pie i don't really believe in true neutral but i understand uh and just so everybody knows uh i've only met one cat cake ever in my life and and for the listener what she's talking about right now is she 
grades people on on the two axis scale people. of or this is how you define people on two axis scale of do you like cats and dog people. or dogs or do you like cake or pie it's just like some people ask you what your astrological sign is and then they make immense yeah. judgments about you well i just do it with this for it's definitely most axis. akin to it's definitely most akin to the the dungeons and dragons good evil chaos um law possibly axis possibly so, so there would be nine different basic things you could be you know cat cake cat pie cat neutral dog cake dog pie dog neutral or cake neutral or pie neutral yeah so there's more or true neutral which is me okay so there's 12, 12. there's nine there's what there's nine alignments all right of between That's cat fine. dog cake pie yeah Right. So, well, so, not a, so I have met one cat pie, and mm -hmm. when I met him, okay, no, wait, I mean cat cake. So, mm -hmm. most of the people I know are dog cakes, dog pies, or cat pies. Mm -hmm. And I met one cat cake, and I don't know him that well, but I do work with him, but not closely. He's a cat cake, yeah, okay. And, and I was like, I want to know everything about you. And he was like, what? And then we never got much farther than that. I think I came out a little strong. Oh, well, that's tough for people that's a cat cake. All right, let me ask you. How if, do you know? What is I... it? What are cat cakes? I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, either. Oh, wait, you want to talk about Dune? I'm going to bring it. I'm, okay. gonna, I'm just going to try and bring you back to it just briefly. Okay, so we met. We had three characters in this chapter. And for the listener... This chapter is like we're preparing to go. He's also having some reminiscences about like uh, we're learning some new things about what the Reverend Mother said to him about what's going on, how to what to prepare for. Um, and yeah, don't you remember? Mm -hmm. And and he's like, oh, trading in this planet for a planet that'll make more money or something. Yeah, that's the. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're trading Caladan, which is a rich planet, for a richer planet for Arrakis for Dune, which is going to be a super rich planet because it's got the spice, baby. But it's not like a. It seems like an extractive industry, not a. Not like. You know, uh, the way I keep picturing it is more like a rural community with an extractive industry, like fracking or like... Extractive industry... Coal mining. It means, for the listener... Means that, me like, I... the locality doesn't benefit from the, uh, mm. the, uh, what's the word, not surplus, but like the, uh, um, I can't think of the word, you know, doesn't benefit... Like it's the industry isn't lucrative for the people living in the place. It's like yeah. people are extracting well, from the place and the people who are living in the place are poor and not making any money. I'd say that's probably the case. But like, I think that's pretty much the case for the whole of society uh, of this society. Cause it's a feudal society. In Dune. In Dune. In the whole galaxy. It's a well, feudal society. So feudalism isn't traditionally extractive in the same wow. way that I'm thinking of for rural communities because feudalism traditionally is like people making money off of the place that they live in but it's just some people are making more money than others. I think of extractive industry as the people who are making money off of it or benefiting from it don't live there and the people who live there don't benefit from it. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking about feudalism as like there's, you know, peasants which are basically slaves. Totally, but everybody but the people who are making the money and the people who are 
peasants are all living in the place that the money is being made from. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, so in that case, I mean, they're going to the the Atreides, and by that definition, the Atreides, they're all going to live on Arrakis, and they're going to take over spice mining on Arrakis, mm -hmm. and they're going to export the spice for mm -hmm. money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's how they're going to get rich. Yeah. But I think by your definition, it wouldn't be extractive because they live there. Yeah, you might be right. Mm -hmm. Now, here's another thing, though. It's a whole fucking planet. By right. your by by the definition we're currently using, if we're talking about globe planet-wide, there's no extractive industries on planet Earth because everyone that lives on planet Earth is not. Right. You know, so we're having to talk about, like, we're talking, the scale is just huge. You know, yeah, here. yeah. So I'm not ready to make an economic. Well, I don't think yet. we haven't seen it yet. You know. Yeah. Uh, we haven't. We haven't. We're not there yet. I, I know a little bit, but it's been so long since I read it. I'm, you know, I'm kind of right here with you. Isn't it amazing right, so, that my cat Scout can sleep through this riveting conversation? All right. So I've got the thing for Scout and cat pie dog, cake. Mm -hmm. Three characters, Gurney. Boop, boop. Uh, we lost some audio again and I think what I was saying was basically put on the continuum of cat pie dog cake cake um, the three characters Thufur Hawat Gurney Hayek and Paul and then the little kitty cat scout and so that's what uh, Caitlin is going to answer boop, boop. on the um, bed right now Paul's a, a very fluffy tabby cat. Very fluffy. She's and gorgeous. She's a she's cat gorgeous. supermodel, but yes. she's kind of evil. She's she's very mean. But she, but not all mean. No, she'll let you pet her until she bites you. Yeah. And hard. She she's better, but she's better. She's so much better than she I used know. to be. I love her to death. I you know, as I said, I every time I'm petting like defend her. Every time I'm petting your other cat, I'm singing in my head. If you can't be with the one you love, honey, love the one you with, love yeah. the one you and which is me petting which Nico because I'd rather be petting Scout, but Scout won't let me pet her. Last summer we had a whole discussion about what that song is trying to communicate, and mm. I guess now we know it's about cats. It's about cats. It's yeah. about petting cats. Okay. All right. Sue for how what? Okay, Paul. Is he a dog no, or Paul's oh. definitely a cat pie. Paul is a cat pie, you say? Yeah, he's like a feely intellectual type. Okay. Those are cat pies. Okay. Um, and... Gurney? The, the John C. Riley. John C. The Gurney John C. Riley. Is yeah. a dog cake. He's a dog cake, okay. He's like a popular, you mm -hmm. know... Extroverted. Extroverted, uh -huh. yeah, exactly. Um, goofball, mm -hmm. yeah. And like... He probably is just, you know, like into the shit everybody else is into. Okay. Um, and, and then the and, other guy. Yeah. The uh, Mintat, the Mintat master of assassins who was full of warnings. Maybe he's a cat cake. I don't know. Because like, maybe the reason I've never met a cat cake is because they're like evil. I could I see an assassin being a cat cake because it's someone who is, who is introspective but puts a big front to the outside. So the cat part, mm, the cat mm -hmm. part is like a person who is in you know, uh, thinks for them, you know, is is very, has a very strong interior life. Mm -hmm. But then puts this big face to the world. Mm -hmm. And that's the cake part. So for the listener since we haven't covered my orientation, I am a hard pie. You're a hard cat pie. No, I think I'm a hard pie. Oh, okay. 
less hard cat. You're a neutral. You're a neutral pie. No, I'm not a neutral pie. I'm a cat pie, but I'm just like a soft cat. Okay. Yeah. Soft cat, hard pie. Soft cat, hard pie. Yeah. So you would be like on the cat axis. You're like just a little to the I'm cat. I'm closer to the but center. But you're but you're like pegging. You're like pegging the the side of uh your pie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Exactly. You're all the way to pie. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Which is not to say I never eat cake, yeah, but I'm I just that, super picky. I think Thufer is a cat cake. That makes sense. Um, and then Scout. What is Scout? Scout is a cat. Well, she well she doesn't. I don't know. She doesn't really like cats or dogs. So maybe mm, she's, she's a neutral. neutral. Pie cake. I think um, pie because you can make a savory pie, and she would probably eat that. But you can't make a savory cake. I, I guess you could make Which a, would make all cats well, neutral pies. When putting a cat on this axis, you can't get that literal. You have to... Right, some, I know. Okay, hold on. I mean, yes, obviously she doesn't want to eat cake or pie because there's no fish in it. But you could put fish in a pie. Do a fish pie. That's yeah. definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Savory pies are great. So I think all right. So, but if I, I were about to... savory, are savory pies count as pies? Oh, I think they do. I don't know that. I feel like that throws the whole thing off because we're talking. I mean, cake... that's part of the reason I'm hard pie. If I just feel like there's no, so much doesn't... more possibility. I don't think with that's. Pie. A, I don't think you can put savory pies in. That's like saying, all right. So you could eat. You know. It's pizza versus. Right. That's like pizza versus hamburgers, but hamburger is only a McDonald's hamburger, and then pizza is every kind of pizza. I'm calling my friend Laura to resolve this. Uh, because Just it throws the axis off. Everybody's going to be pie if you can put savory pies in. I disagree. I don't know. It's not... It's less... It's not that simple. Mm, okay. Mm. All right. I wish we had the book up here. Next time I get it. Why? What do you want to... I do feel you wanna... like there's something we're missing out on. Oops. What happens at the end? I, I how think do it, you... Uh, at the end of it, Dr. Yue is about to come speaker. in. And we know that Dr. Yue is a bad guy. Or is it... Who's Laura? I don't know. You can't, You have to tell her she's going to be on a podcast. All right, I will. Okay. But I, this is who I learned the axes from. Okay. Hello? Hi, Laura. I have a really important question for you. First off... <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is for the podcast. You're on the podcast right now, or do you consent? Do you consent? Yeah, I consent. Okay. Okay. So the question is on the cat dog cake pie <laughs> axis. Uh-huh. Do you think you can take savory pies into account? I say no. I say, I yes. say yes. Yeah, I say yes. But but there's no equivalent savory for a cake. Yeah, that that's matter. that's the problem with cake. That's the whole problem. But that's cake. that's yeah. Maybe it's a bias of whether you identify as a pirate cake. That throws the whole. That throws in my mind. That throws the whole axis out of balance because you're basically saying, okay, anything can be pie, and then cake is just this one kind of thing. Now pick. Um, I don't think anything can be pie. I don't think anything can be pie either. I also think cakes we could think a little more flexibly about. Like okay, say more like about a that. Cupcake. I don't know. Cupcake, tea cake. Uh, your urinal cake. (laughs) (laughs) This is just the cake hatred coming off of both of you is so palpable right now. All right. 
All right. I can't wait to listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, make sure to listen to episode four because yep. that's the one you're on. Special guest. Perfect. Have you read Dune? Do you know anything about Dune? I don't. Oh, okay. Do you have anyone in your life that's already, that's always asking you about Dune and comparing things to Dune? I actually don't. Oh, wow. You're, you're, you're in a, lucky. You're, I guess. you're in you're a lucky. Dune island or an anti-Dune island. Okay. Maybe. All right. Well, thanks Maybe for weighing in. I love you. I'm so glad you answered the phone. (laughs) Me too. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, there we have it. Uh, It's pretty sure Laura's the authority on the Well, if she invented the axis, that's fine. She didn't. She didn't. Who did? But she uses it more than anybody else. Wait, did you invent it and then gave it to her? No, no, she taught me it, but somebody else taught it to her. Okay, so it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it wasn't invented. I have no idea where it came from, Mm -hmm. but I love it. Well, I know Paul F. Tompkins talks about cake versus pie. Yeah, well, I mean that. Honestly, that's the I think more divisive side of the axis. Well, I mean, with cats and dogs, you can always just be like, all right, fine. You don't right, have... like you accept that people are dog people or cat people or in between more than you can accept that people are cake people or pie. I'm speaking broadly. You know, that's how it seems to me. Mm-hmm. One, not you, the general you. You know. Um, to bring it back to Dune for a hot sec. Mm-hmm. Um, do what did you think of the skylight situation? Because um, I, I know you get design inspo. Was there any design inspo? I felt oh, I, don't, I was I don't looking think for I design. Noticed a, a skylight. I was looking for design inspo this mm-hmm. time because I know mm-hmm. it's something you key, you key in on. But mm-hmm. all I got was that there was skylights in this room, and it was a little bit bare. I mean, who doesn't love a skylight? Like, mm-hmm. I, you don't really need to like you know take that as inspo. Or one again, one doesn't need to take that as inspo because mm-hmm. who would just be like, no, I hate skylights. Mm-hmm. What about the feeling of like you're moving out and like half of the stuff in a room that you've lived in for years is like gone because you because it's in the process of moving out uh yeah that sucks it does it suck wait i mean like think what's I, the question i want you to th- i want to i want you to think about that like live in that space of you know a very familiar space for a second mm-hmm. and like what kind of feelings do you get when you're when you're looking at your surroundings and things are gone. You know, half the stuff is gone. It's been packed away. Well, I'll tell you sometimes. Just moving. You know, on, like this was a very big move. This was a moving chapter. On very rare occasions, mm-hmm. I like, you know, that moment when you wake up, but you haven't opened your eyes. You're semi aware of your surroundings, mm-hmm. but not fully aware yet. Yeah. Sometimes in that moment, I think I'm in my childhood bedroom. And then when I open my eyes, it's kind of disappointing. Wow. And, like, recently that happened to me, and I think it was partly because I thought I smelled pancakes um, being made, cooked, mm-hmm. baked, baked, cooked. Uh, and, you know, my mom's a big pancake maker, and so I woke up, and I thought I was in my childhood bedroom, and that there would be pancakes waiting for me downstairs, and none of it was real. But the thing is my childhood bedroom isn't accessible to me anymore because my parents moved so um and when they moved i had been away at college um you know and so it was kind of like half my stuff was in my childhood bedroom and half my stuff was at college and then i had to say goodbye to my house and it was a really weird sad 
feeling. Mm-hmm. I have. I don't know. I. I think I probably haven't dreamed or thought I was in my childhood bedroom for a long time. Your childhood bedroom doesn't really exist either anymore, right? Mine certainly not. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Like it. It exists. The house. Your mom the house still exists. lives. She got turned in... into an office a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm. Yeah. It doesn't. And it got like closed off, right? Like there was a door to a bathroom that got closed. Yeah, off. it's actually completely closed off now. You, there's no. There's no way to get in there anymore. There's yeah. no, yeah, they just were like, let's have a dead room with no doorways. Oh, wait, there's a there's a room between that room and the bathroom that doesn't exist? No. Oh, you're joking. I'm joking. But oh. I, but thinking about it now, it's like, ooh, wouldn't ooh, that be interesting? That'd be fun and creepy. Wouldn't it be creepy to just like build a house with a room that you cannot get into? Oh, man. Like there's no doors. Maybe there's, maybe there's windows. Maybe there's not windows even though. If somebody no told windows, me no that doors. there is an inaccessible, like if I go into a house and somebody's like, guess what? There's an inaccessible room in this house. You can't get in there. You can't get in through, the, you can't climb into the I would wall. be yeah. like, what kind of evil spirits are you hiding in this house? That would absolutely be my first thought. I think that is a thing. If I was going to build a house, mm-hmm. like from my design, I think I would put that in. Why? Oh my God, that creeps me out so bad. Because of, I, because of the creep factor. Uh, like how creepy would that be to be like... Uh, oh, guys, so the end of the hallway, yeah, it just ends there. There's actually a room behind that. No one's ever been in there. I just feel like... Because you can't get in there. All right, but if that's like if you're building a house. Because like what I imagine... And I just put like one doll head in the middle. Oh, the my God. Oh, my God. Because what I imagine from watching a lot of scary movies is that like somebody's solution to containing the evil that lives in their house is just to trap it into this room that mm. nobody can get in All right. out of. This, this whole idea about a room with no doors, uh, that's copyright us. We own it now. Yeah. It's, we, we, we copyright it. If by. anybody builds a house with a room with no doors or windows, mm. or you writes have to the, pay more, us a million dollars. Or writes the screenplay of that. Oh, yeah. That's the one I'm more worried about. Yeah. It's either way, you're going to have to pay us a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, tons. Of tons. Money. So this, much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, baby. I think that's probably good for tonight. Oh, was there any other questions that no, you wanted me to ignore about Dune? No, I you ignored all the questions I had. So <laughs> okay. I think we're good. Do you Great. do you understand the importance of the shields? Uh, the personal shield. I mean, like, yeah, I get. I still like thinking of them as cupcake shaped, okay. but they'll, I, I get it. They'll be cupcake shaped. Then. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, who do you? Who would you? Uh, who would you cast? Oh, fuck Mary Kill Paul. Oh, good. Yes, fuck Mary Kill. Yeah, that's fine. Fuck Mary Kill Paul Thufir or Gurney. All right, so I'm gonna go. Kill the dude who seems like an evil asshole, that assassin dude. Okay. Um, marry that like oafy, goofy type. The John C. Ryan. Yeah, because that's my type. Honestly. And then you're gonna fuck Paul. You're How old is he? Fifteen. I'll fuck him when he's older. Okay. Yeah, because he's Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, come so on. Daniel Radcliffe is. Or Kyle MacLachlan, like whichever one you want to cast. I mean, I'm into I mean, floppy hair, floppy haired Kyle MacLachlan. His hair is so floppy. I'm gonna show you pictures of how floppy his hair is. Yeah. So his I hair is like your hair, but with maybe a bit more volume. I definitely go home with you know 
with an older Paul for a one night stand, but I just think he's too like broody for me on a long term basis, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna check in with. It'll be interesting to check in as the book goes along with um, how sexy you think Paul is, because you know he's the main character. Does he ever become an adult? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then we can talk. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay. We'll leave it there, and uh, you guys, listeners, can find out how sexy Paul is uh, going forward uh, when we return for the next episode of the goodbye from Sean and Caitlin and would you say the name of the podcast because I always get it wrong my girlfriend begrudgingly reads Dune but not my girlfriend your girlfriend you're the pov yeah I'm the pov yeah boom